0: let to make sure history never forgets the name Enterprise. Greetings, nerds. This is Will Polk, producer and co-host of the Nerd Podcast with our host, Sarah Belmont. Thank you for joining me as I'm going to be talking about the... Series finale of Star Trek: Picard. This episode was called "The Last Generation," and it was written by and directed by Jeremy Mathalus. This is a spoiler review, so be sure if you haven't watched the episode yet, drop off now. Or come back and watch me if you have watched it. Pull up a cup of Earl Grey tea, and I'm going to hit some points of the series finale, and also share some updates regarding what's next in the Star Trek universe as far as what Terry Metalis has said about Star Trek legacy. So with that being said, let's just jump into some of my overall thoughts of the finale. This truly was the culmination of this great crew and cast story. Uh, This season really from episode one through ten, was consistently a just a banger, and everything about it was really well done. I've said it multiple times on my prior reviews, either on our main show or on our special Star Trek Picard reviews that I've been doing here. That this has been a masterclass in how you take nostalgia, fan service, nerd porn, whatever you want to but and wrap up the story and a satisfying conclusion because this crew as we we all know the last time they were together as a as a unit on screen was Star Trek Nemesis and i think it's pretty universally accepted that that really was not a a proper send off for this cast so to have this opportunity for this cast to come back together and really close out this chapter in the Star Trek Universe was very satisfied, and you uh, know the reaction fans overall had this this third season of Picard really, uh, really was very fitting for for this this cast and, and to get a proper proper send off. So uh, I really love the episode. Really been enjoying it this season, but I just want to hit a few some of the high lo- high points in in this review. Uh, of course, whenever we do start the review, we do get, get a, a nice call to tie in multiple generations of Trek. The crew of the Enterprise D jumps right into the action. We get that great scene of that of from uh, starts episode seasons uh, three through seven, as far as the Next Generation, uh, and then of course our crew racing to Sector Zero Zero One to stop the Borg from. Uh, you know, conquering uh, the earth and also toppling Starfleet. So one of the great things in this scene as far as pulling together generations, though, was we had the voice of Walter Koenig playing his son that of a character that he portrayed in the original series of Pavel Chekhov. In this case, it was Anton Chekhov, who uh, Anton uh, was first name was a tribute to Anton Yelchin, who played check off in the Kelvin universe movies that were produced by J.J. Abrams uh, with the, that was started in 2009 Star Trek so that was a, a very nice tribute and also tie in the prior generations and the current generations together uh last time in in this episode and also had another callback to Star Trek 4 which which was the president's message uh to Kirk and crew when they were uh, racing back to Earth to uh, stand trial, but and then and, and then of course had to go back in time to get Wells. But uh, we get a great scene of our our crew has been and in, in on, on the bridge, um, and we get um, you know we really get a, a, a lot here. Uh, we we learn that they are of course um, captured. They discovered a Borg cube. They discovered a Borg that put a transport conduit in, in the Reds' spot on Jupiter. Uh, we, we, Of course, uh, when we uh, get a, a mix there with uh, when they have one last team to go down to the Borg cube, and John Luke, of course, you know, points himself, and then Riker and Worf go with them. And I have to say, I really did. It, it was very heartfelt whenever they had that moment and that scene of them uh, when John Luke you know, says his parting words to, to his crew. And it really, they, I have to say, they really sold that moment very well, that this could indeed be the last time that uh, that we, that Jordy, Beverly, Troy, uh, and Data see John Luke, Worf, and, and Riker because the way they set that scene. Up and I mean, it was really, you know, very, very. I got a lump in my throat this, even now, this time about it, uh, thinking about it because it was so, so, so well done. Uh, of course, whenever uh, we do get the them down onto the boar cube, of course, uh, we learn that Jack has uh, been assimilated. Beverly uh, leads uh, John Luke to the chamber right before uh, Jack, where Jack was. Uh, we see the boar queen, and then, of course. Uh, we we get that that very heartfelt moment, and I think here's where the see here's where I think the season really did work so well, uh, especially when John Luke goes in and take makes the, the decision as he's been talking about before, where he has been running from Lucidas, and now he has decided in order to save Jack, he's going to reassimilate. But I think why this works so well is because it was the not only the themes of pulling together the seven seasons and the um, films that the, the, that the next generation cast had, the four films that they had, but also John Luke's story in this series of you know legacy and, and, and family and you know when you think about season one of Picard and how and basically how, uh, this whole series has been a deconstruction of John Luke Picard as as an individual, and so of course, when we first start the series, we think that you know we're going to get next generation seasons eight, nine, and, and ten. But in fact, you know, it is Star Trek Picard, and and so whenever we have those series of events that transpire over the first two seasons, as far as you know, John Luke. Basically alone, and, and Q calls him out on this um whenever in season two. As far as John Luke has distanced himself from his from his cast mates, and he is you know he's just basically sitting on that vineyard basically to die alone. And then and and, and then we had the the, the, the stories and and he was even, but the bigger thing as far as John Luke's ability to love and we learn why he wasn't able to love, uh, especially with whatever he, he kept shielding himself off from Laris, and probably also why he and when uh, did finally get together uh, while their marriage fell apart, or fell apart because he was always capable of fully giving himself. So we saw that deconstruction. So then when we finally do get this moment in season three, and he has his found family. And he has found family that he, Family that he was Starfleet and I remember the episode where he was uh, bragging to the cadets about how you know the family the crew is my family and and then Jack sitting in that bar and then you know and then the realization years later John Luke realized that oh you know when he does learn that he does have indeed have a, a biological son and then and he realizes that, that was Jack in the bar that day um, it, you know and then we we get to this moment on the board cube where he does reassembly as locutis and he's you know clearly says I have been running from this all my life but now you know now that he has his found family and his new family he's gonna take this effort to to save his son and I think you know whenever you see all these things that happen in the prior Two seasons, and we and the, and the things that transpire over the course of this season, it makes total sense why John did what he did, as far as reassembling and 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 using his worst his worst self, to even his son Jack, and and I think it was a very earned moment, and um, it was a very beautiful moment, and uh, you know, and and whenever they're in in that. Um, Space there inside the 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 green whatever you want to call it. It was a very heartfelt moment when he puts his hand on Jack's heart, and 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 they have that 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 moment, and Jack pulls himself out of of the Borg collective, and and says himself. It was a truly earned moment, and a truly just like that made complete sense for, for what, what transpired and, and such a res, nice resolution to that. Uh, so of course, uh, we had great moments in this episode as far as action, you know, Beverly, uh, you know, kicking ass on the phasers of Photon torpedoes. I mean, it's like a lot, I love a lot, I learned a lot in the last 20 years. And of course, you know, Data, uh, having, you know, having a, Jordy having to trust Jordy's gut uh, data's gut and and we had, of course the return of the jedi moment zipping through the through the trenches and stuff at the boar cube uh it, all that was just was just really great because you know it, it 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 was all things about the next generation you know it had humor it had action it had the great storytelling and also the season really took chances and really really fleshed these characters out because of course it was well, Chronicle how Gene Roddenberry did not want to have conflict in the cast stuff, but it did, you know. But but then it, it set up a situation, that these archetype characters that really didn't, you know. They they had some growth, but I think this season we need They these characters were even more three dimensional than than we probably saw uh, a lot of times in the in the seven years of the Next Generation. I know Riker definitely was. Was definitely that that case with that and and having that real conflict so in between the characters so it really it made the season just add a, a, another level of depth to to the to, to the series um, but uh you know again we we you know we get those great moments and then of course we uh do the nice little comment uh you know with the handoff uh, after everything uh takes place of course seven uh and the crew of the Titan later recursion and G. Um, you know, we we get you know get this night nice moment here in Riker with the um you know starting off start eight one and, and a nice little nod to how Captain Kirk changed it, you know, the where no man has gone before to no, where no one has gone before. You know again you know these all those little things like that were just nicely done and nice touches uh and, and, and nice little callback to, to their own version of the two starships the Enterprise D and and off to his legacy to the next generation next next generation uh Titan um you know it that was a nice moment. Uh, another nice moment was uh you know seeing seven and uh, you know, Having to deal with the consequences of of her actions and, and how Shaw had recommended her for a command uh, before they left SpaceDock and and everything that transpired there, so that was another great great moment as far as when we had our mini Return of the King endings in in this uh, in this finale. Uh, but uh, you know Shaw is another character that really was just phenomenal this season. Todd Ashwood was. Uh, as far as supporting cast and, and new cast member, uh, definitely was one of the MVPs of of this series this year, and uh, and the and 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 this definitely this season and, and and also, as far as new characters that were introduced in Star Trek: Picard, him and you know and Jurati definitely, uh, and even and and Rafi, all three of them really were were standout performers and and, and great arcs. Of course, you know, Rafi at war their, their closeout close out as far as their um, moments there. Uh, you know, as far as Wharf being an honorable um, honorable leaker, <laughs> that was a great moment. But uh, also uh, the, the thing that uh, you know, of course, we had data and. and to having his counseling session with Troy, which I learned from Terry Metalis, I think on the radio room. I think Brett Spiner, you know, suggested those scenes. You know, everything about it—it it was just all those little endings at the end of the episode were just really nice moments that um, really gave everybody. Just like how each episode, as each character was reintroduced this season, had their moments to shine. In the finale in the final episode everybody had their moments to shine as well which I think was just so wonderful and I think that's why this season worked so well because everything about that was organic nothing was forced and and so it was and that you know again bled through you know it was a through line throughout throughout the series where it had had everybody show up in the first episode and there's nowhere to go from there and so uh, I Again, I think that the way that the season progressed and the way things did uh, was very, very beautiful. And then speaking of beautiful, uh, we had the, the recreation of the moment from All Good Things uh, with the cast uh, and the crew playing poker. And love the story that Terry Metalis talked about uh, as well, how he just basically set the camera up and they just let the cast go. And for forty-five minutes, when they were doing this take, and it was just, you know, the the true friendship and, 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 and bond between the the cast, um, not only as far as uh, in universe as far as the crew that Enterprise D, but also in real life with the the, the the cast. I mean, it's very well chronicled how tight the the Next Generation cast is, as far as uh, being very close. All screen, all those things were, were, were great, and then of course the uh, the finale, uh, this final scene with Q. I know originally, and I know on our main show, I was like, I wish they had like switched the order of maybe having Q come scene come first instead of uh, it ended on the poker thing. And I, I overall, I think I still feel that way, but but uh, but now I over now that I've had a few days to think about it, I'm okay with the way they ended it too. Just you know, with, given that the trial never ends, and I think about, uh, again, think back to all good things, and you know, how Q leaned into John Luke and was going to whisper into his ears, and he pulled back and said, you'll find out. And we did find out. And I really think that the the the, 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 the three seasons that we um, just really enjoy with Star Trek Picard uh, was, was what Q was going to probably tell John Luke, and, and probably some other things as well, but uh, but yeah, I like I said, I really, really did enjoy the the series. Um, definitely, it's going to be uh, part of my Star Trek rewatch. Uh, it's very rewatchable. Every time I rewatch episodes, and I'm sure as, as you've watched rewatch episodes, you probably found new things. But uh, before I close out, though, we did get some updates from, uh, of course, Terri has Ben, um, and, and others of in fandom have. Really been pushing the idea of, of you know Star Trek legacy, and there's a hashtag. There's been a uh, uh, petition set up, but um, just got some new news today from uh, TrekMovie.com, um, and they this great website. If you if you haven't if you haven't gone there, go check it out. They have a, a lot of uh, great information about all things Star Trek. And, um, and especially uh, they have published an article today uh, that's a sort of pulled together various articles uh, from various sources uh, over, from over the last week uh, since, the premiere, since the finale. And uh, one of the things that uh, Terry Metalis, the headline says, gives a uh, Star Trek Legacy update. Alex Kurtzman, who hears fans loud and clear, Uh, So, for folks who are not familiar, who Alex Kurtzman is, he is the new Gene Roddenberry or Rick Berman, Brana Braga. He oversees. He is the over the executive producer over all things Star Trek. So, all the all the things that uh, we have here in New Trek, uh, Alex Kurtzman and his uh, and his uh, Hidden Sector Studio uh, is the uh, behind behind um, uh, all things Trek. Uh, but a c- couple things of course terry was has been very bullish on uh star trek legacy and, and and even though it's not up to him as far as whether or not a new series would get greenlit uh he did make it clear uh he has made it very clear that as of right now there is no current development work happening on star trek legacy but if it were to happen uh he he, he would he, he notes that um that you know clearly there's you know two shows he knows with sci-fi FSX magazine that shows are expensive to make they currently have two shows with strange new worlds and starfleet academy which was just recently announced beginning production next year uh and he thinks paramount would have to financially justify a third one i think the way they look at it is that they're well stocked so less fans can convince them otherwise there's certainly that's the certainly the point of view at the moment. So right now, doesn't look like anything's gonna happen, but he, um, you know, he did again, you know, reference a couple more things in with Cinema Blend as far as the new uh, phase two uh, program uh, programming that Paramount Plus is planning on rolling out, of course, section 31 being one of the projects. And then also every two years, you um, um, they'll have, you know, things coming after that. So, uh, of course, you know, he again just reiterates, nothing's still in development, but there's things in the pipeline. So we're still, as fans, we're still going to get a lot more Star Trek. But um, but then um, Alex Kurtzman said that, who said that he told Variety, which is one of the trade publications, that... Um, and, and he told Variety, excuse me, that uh, it's something that's going to be done. We want to make sure we don't rush into it. So, again, definitely a situation where Star Trek Legacy could happen, but they, don't, they want to take their time. And then Alex Kurtzman um, made it very clear that the door to Star Trek Legacy is open by telling Fox LA, Quote, anything is possible. We've heard the fans loud and clear. There's obviously more story to tell, so we'll see. So again, uh, if there is a Star Trek Legacy, it would pick up right after the Picard finale. Patalus made that very clear to Collider. And, you know, he would, he thinks the idea is seven, Jack Crusher, Raffi's novel number one, the four sister, Esmar and, and Mura. And he would love to see the crew of the Enterprise out there as the next generation. And... Uh, mixed in with some of the legacy characters as well. So even though we may not have the seven all altogether again, it looks like there is a possibility of the, um, you know, some of the legacy characters if the Star Trek legacy show was, or maybe movie of the week, if, uh, or, or that, uh, or one of the features that uh, Paramount Plus is thinking about doing if they don't do it as a series maybe they'll do it as one of those two streaming movies that they've talked about in the next phase uh on the streaming platform that could be a possibility for it as well uh so yeah so you know so as we see uh, they would also note that if they were able to do a, a legacy show they would probably try to sprinkle in some characters in ds9 and voyager other things from the the next generation uh time period so Um, so, you know, they, there's definitely some things that are out there that could potentially happen. Uh, but, um, there, but it's really, it's up to us as fans. And, you know, we really did get, um, an amazing run with this series this year. And of course we got the beautiful moment of the Titan being rechristened as the, rechristened as the Enterprise G uh which is a nod to uh to, to the legacy of the, the name enterprise and and um and of course we got further adventures and so we still have to figure out what seven says as far as their thing their command to whenever they make things go so would love to hear your thoughts on what you think she might use as her uh, her thing as far as whatever she uh tells the crew to to uh, carry out her orders but uh I've enjoyed Talking about this series. Uh, I do plan on probably doing some more special um, reviews of uh, future shows coming up as far as uh, we do have Strange New Worlds coming up uh, on June 15. Of course, later uh, this year we'll have Lower Decks and then uh, Prodigy coming up. Of course, we got the great news about uh, Section 31 show with Michelle Yeoh and um, and other future projects that will be in Starfleet Academy. So. Uh, so fans, we're we're in a golden age of of new Trek, and um, and I thank you for watching our reviews and listening to our main show with my host Sarah Belmont, and whenever we've given our uh, weekly reviews on uh, Picard as well. And uh, if you like other things, you know we we cover a lot of things in Geekdom, so be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube or follow us wherever you get your podcast. You can do that by going to www.cdnerdpodcast.com. And with that, uh, please leave a like, leave a comment. Love to hear from you. Live long and prosper. And I will see you in June when we start up with Star Trek, Strange.